welcome to the Homicide Homegirls podcast, a true crime podcast examining the true crime cases that fascinate and intrigue us. I'm Arielle. And I'm Amanda. Thanks Thanks for for joining us. us. We can't wait to share the details of this wild episode with you. Hey listeners. Hey guys. Welcome back and happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. So today is the day of our official transition to bi-weekly episodes, right. which also means Ari and I will be alternating every other week, mm-hmm. or every other episode. Right. So we hope this transition is painless for everyone, but most importantly, our listeners. Yeah, we hope, we hope you guys still stick around. Yeah, it is sad, but... We missed y'all last week. Yes, <laughs> but we'll see how it goes. Today we're going to talk about the murder of the entire Oklahoma football team oh my goodness. that occurred yesterday. <laughs> she went there. Suspects are Go clad in purple and gold. Yeah. Actually, by the time this episode releases, it'll be like the week after the national championship. Yep. So, uh, fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. Hopefully, by the time this episode releases, it'll be a tiger match. Well, yeah. well, hopefully by the time this episode releases, LSU will have won. Yep. So, sorry if you're not an LSU fan. But, but uh, we are. <laughs> go Tigers. Go. Go Tigers. <laughs> Joe Burrow for president. Yes. 2020. <laughs> so, for real though, today we're going to talk about the disappearance of 15-year-old Kiosha Marie Felix. Oh, 15? Yes. Barely 15. Oh, wow. Um... Kiosha Felix went missing from the small town of Dusan, Louisiana. Another Louisiana? Yeah, that was totally unintentional. Right. Like, on my spreadsheet, on our spreadsheet, I had her name, um, her classification missing, Mm -hmm. um, the date it happened, and then the location I had blank. So, like, I picked her. Like, Mm -hmm. whenever I was just adding names to the list, I didn't have it in front of me. So... When I when I finally like I was like okay this is who I'm gonna do on this case for this case and I looked it up I was like really another Louisiana really case. Amanda right it's like a magnetic force right <laughs> but anyway so um small town of Dusan Louisiana um she went missing on April 30th of 2012 oh man just three weeks after her 15th birthday oh so you, like she was barely 15. yeah barely 15. Dusan, Louisiana is a town in Acadia and Lafayette parishes. Okay. And as of the 2010 census, the population was 1,716 people. What? That's yeah. like, what? Yeah. So, That's like the size of my high school that I went to. Right. So according to Google Maps, Dusan is about 65 miles or one hour west of Baton Rouge. Okay. So, so is it towards Lafayette? Yep. Okay. Okay. I think I've seen it on the It's not. On the it's sign. not very big. Like, you blink, you miss it. Like, I Googled Dusan, Louisiana, and, like, on the maps, and, like, you know how it, like, draws that red uh-huh. outline of yeah. where it was so like small. Like a dot. It was so small. Oh, okay. But it split between two parishes. Wow. So she went missing from a town that tiny? Yes. That must have rocked, like, this small town. And she was only 15. Right. So okay. I want to jump right Sorry. Do you know if, like, there's any other missing persons in that town? Or is there she, like, the was, first? Or? Um, not necessarily that town. They had a couple from that area. Okay. Um, but not Yeah. And not necessarily, town. like, around the same time. Like, they're, like, they're all young, but they're not 
there was no pattern of oh, okay. like okay. one, was a, one was a white a young white male boy okay. um one was a white girl okay. she was a black female so I want to jump right into a little bit of her background. Okay. Um, her mother was in prison. Okay. And according to the Charlie Project, Kiosha was a ward of the Louisiana Department of Children and Family Services, or DCFS. Okay. Now, I tried to look and see, like, why her mom was incarcerated. Mm-hmm. I could only find her name. I couldn't find... Any the, details. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Um, was her dad just not in the picture? or you didn't I'm not sure because she visits a family member, and I'll get to that. Okay. Um, but I, I don't know, like, so she was living in a group home. Okay. And it was a home for teenage girls who were pregnant or had young children. Wait, what? Yes. Yes. Huh. And the name of the group home was called Mason DeMare. Mm-hmm. Um, she was living there with her one-year-old daughter. So is she from Doosan too, and that's also where the group home is? Um, I'm not really sure. I know she that's where she went missing from. So that's where the group home? No. You'll, you'll go. Oh. I'll get there in a second. Okay. So according to Victims Heartland, which is an online crime and current events forum, mm-hmm. there was some questioning as to why Kyosha was in the state's custody if her mom was only incarcerated and not like in deceased. Like, why? Okay, so, but if she had no other relatives? Well, that's, I'm getting there. So, like, I don't know if that was because no other family members could take her in. Mm-hmm. And I don't know much about the DCFS world. Mm-hmm. So, we're definitely opening to some feedback. But according to. And I know a little bit about it. Like, because uh, I mean, I, I audited yeah. DCFS years ago. Yeah. Um, now, I know, I do know that they try to put. You with a you relative. with a family member, mm-hmm. but there might have not been any family members that were suitable. Um, maybe, well, I don't want to say money wise because Usually, generally they give you you yeah. get a stipend every month for yeah. foster care. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they had a record, criminal record okay. that will automatically, you know, disqualify you to, mm-hmm. to have a, a foster child or even take in a relative. Um, you know, maybe it was just there, there's like yeah. different things, yeah. Um, there's like a checklist that they, mm-hmm. you know, you have to go through parenting. Oops. Not, I don't want to say parenting classes. There's like classes that you have to take to become a foster parent. Boxes um, you have to check off. Right. And I'm not sure if you have to go through those classes as just like a relative. I'm not really sure. Yeah. But I, I do know if anyone in her family had a record, they're not going to let them have her. Okay. Did she have any siblings? I don't believe so. Okay. So... According to a lot of my sources that we'll link in the show notes, Kiosha got a weekend pass. And this is kind of where I jump into her timeline. So she got a weekend pass from the home? Mm-hmm. Did she get to leave her kid at the home? No, she took her. Oh, she took her. So on that weekend pass, she went to visit her paternal aunt, okay. Patricia Andrus, at her home in Doosan. Okay. So this is kind of like, well, if she could go visit her, like, why couldn't? You know, like, yeah. And then um, this goes back to her father. So yeah. this was her, I guess, her dad's her sister. Dad's sister. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where her dad was, if he was passed away right. or whatever. So I went way back in my calendar to April of 2012. Mm-hmm. And the 30th, which is the day she went missing, was a Monday. I'm not sure if 
that's the day she was expected to return from her weekend pass. Because mm-hmm. I mean, and she didn't, and they report her. Well, visit. not quite. Um, but I was kind of curious about the days, and that's what led me to be a psycho. And I do that all the time. Okay, I went back to '95 <laughs> for our last episode. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'm a super psycho. Yeah. So Kyosha was last seen leaving her aunt's house in Dusan, okay. and according to her aunt Patricia and her cousin Portia Felix, so same last name, mm-hmm. they had heard from Kyosha after April 30th, mm. and she told them that she was quote just fine end quote. However, some of uh, where's her baby? Mm-hmm. Okay. However, some of Kiyosha's other family members believe that the statement was false. That, that they, they were lying. That they didn't ever speak to her. Uh, the same relatives that didn't believe her aunt and cousin spoke with her stated that they like she would have never left her baby behind. Wait, so she left the baby with them? Mm-hmm. Like she was seen leaving her aunt's residence without her baby... They spoke to her after the 30th mm-hmm. and said she was just fine, but her other family members said she would never abandon her baby. Hmm. So they, the whole time, the baby's fine, the baby's with them. The baby's them. with them. Oh, God. That makes me think of that case in Houston. That Texas case the one that, that just, just came out? Yeah. Yeah. The mom who went missing, dropped her six year old son off. To school, school and then went missing with, with her, her newborn. newborn like month old daughter yeah and it was like allegedly like they, they found the baby with I think her best friend mm-hmm. or something and they found her body her funeral was like I think to yesterday maybe yeah yeah the baby's home though yeah I saw the dad posted a picture yeah that was but yeah that, that makes me think of that and like they they wanted the the baby, but not necessarily uh, the mother. Hmm. I didn't even see it from that. Yeah. Meeting. So they also the family members that didn't believe mm-hmm. the aunt and cousin stated that Kiyosha used social media quite frequently, mm-hmm. and she had been silent on her frequented platforms since the day she was last seen. Just like Tiffany Witten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So initially, Kiyosha was listed as a runaway mm-hmm. because she had run away once before, which we've all heard this right. situation far too many. Oh, times. if you've run away one time, it's over. Yeah, yeah, they're they're not going to take it seriously. So when she ran away in the past, she returned after two days, mm-hmm. and I feel like I can't blame her for running away. From it seems like. Home. She was dealt a pretty crappy yeah. hand, you know. Yeah. So she ran away from the group home. I don't. I don't okay. know. It, it just was, said that she yeah, had run away because I don't know at what point her mom was incarcerated and mm-hmm. when she was a ward of the state. But on July twenty third, so what is that? Almost three months mm-hmm. um, after Kiyosha was last seen, she was reclassified from a runaway to an endangered yeah. missing. Because she would have been back if she was just a mm-hmm. runaway. Throughout the investigation, the Doosan Police Department learned of the kind of relationship that Kiyosha had with her aunt. Um, I'm sorry, with her aunt Patricia's boyfriend, Leon Wilkerson Jr. Oh God, don't tell me. Apparently, don't tell me. Prior, um, prior to Kiyosha's disappearance, she informed her aunt that she had been sexually assaulted mm. by her aunt's boyfriend. Mm. Her aunt never reported it. 
to the police, nor did she, or DCFS for that matter, and nor did she ever in, um, inform the police when she filed the missing persons report. So her aunt Patricia is the one who filed the yes. police report. Wait, so who's the father of the baby? Do we know? No. I mean, she was 14 when she got pregnant, probably. She had or thir no, 13 when she got pregnant. Oh, you're right. Yeah, because she was one. That's, that's, that's sketchy. That's what I'm saying. Like, the hand that she was dealt, like... Yeah, and I feel like that happens a lot. Like, mm -hmm. you know, kids who are assaulted by family members, boyfriends, husbands, girlfriends, wives, whatever, mm -hmm. brothers, sisters, whatever the relationship may be, they tell a person that they trust, and a lot of times, unfortunately, that person doesn't believe them, and that mm -hmm. is so, so sad. You know, like, I... I try to raise my kids to where when they have something to tell me, even if I'm talking to another adult, I'll ask them, you know, is this really important? You know, because I've been around people who their kid will come up to them when they're talking and they'll be like, no, the adults are talking. Yeah. And oh, this person has done that to my child before. And my husband was like, um, no, like, we don't do that to her. Like, what do you need? You know, because yeah. I... Like, can I, this wait? Yeah, can this wait? Like, what do you need isn't important. And a lot of times it's not. But... He set that tone. <laughs> right. Like, I, I, my husband and I want our children to, to be comfortable enough to come to us mm -hmm. and to know that... And to know that we're always going to believe them. Mm hmm You know, you, I don't know. It, yeah. it's, and it's a scary thing to even think about. You know, but... I don't, I don't ever want to be that person that, you know, my daughter tries to tell me, you know, somebody inappropriately And your daughter's her a lot or, younger than her, but... Oh, right. But, but, if, but if your kid is not comfortable around a family member, like, mm -hmm. listen. Right. Right. Or anybody. Right. It's so, so sad. Yeah. So, after investigating these accusations, Leon Wilkerson Jr. was arrested <gasps> the very next oh, day wow. for... Second degree rape and kidnapping <gasps> related to the disappearance oh of Kiosha Felix. Wait, so how did they find out about this? Because um, if she didn't. That's do you know? Um, if she didn't report it, if the aunt didn't I report think maybe, it, how did he. I think. Or how did the police find I out? I think initially when she was um, a runaway. Yeah. And then once it became endangered, oh, missing, maybe she was like, "Well, maybe he did yes. do something to her." And then she told him later. Mm -hmm. Okay, I mean, I've seen that happen. Right. Like you know, you, you give them the benefit of the doubt, and then something happens mm -hmm. to somebody, or in this case, you know, the the girl who told you, you know, hey. Oh, it gets better. Oh God. So Kiosha's aunt Patricia. Patricia Andrus mm -hmm. was arrested and charged with improper supervision of a minor and accessory to rape. And oh Patricia's daughter, Portia, mm -hmm. was arrested and charged with obstruction of oh, justice wow. for saying that she spoke with Kiosha mm -hmm. after she So that's missing. why uh, that's why the other family members think that. Mm -hmm. Or that's why we, people assume that that yeah, was not it, true. It wasn't true. Oh my it God. never happened. Oh my God. So... Wow. The two family members were arrested on July 25th. So, the 23rd, she was reclassified to endangered missing. 24th, the Leon, boyfriend. Yes, was arrested. The 25th, the two family members oh, wow. were arrested. That um, was like 
Yeah, like bam, bam, bam. So the trio denied all of the charges filed against them, naturally. But Patricia finally did admit that Kiyosha told Mm -hmm. her about Leon. See, that goes back to Uh how did the police find out Mm -hmm. about that? I wonder if Kiyosha, like, told a friend or something. I don't know if she Yeah. Or maybe they were like, oh, you need to look at this person. Right. And, um... Sorry, I have questions. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm usually you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, say she finally admitted that Kiyosha told her about him sexually assaulting her. Um, but mm-hmm. Patricia said she asked him about it, and he denied it. Of course he did. Naturally. He's not going to be like, oh, yep, raped your, yep. raped your niece. You caught me. Yeah, like, no. Patricia just took his word for it, which is why she never reported it. Cue the eye roll. Mm-hmm. Um, in August of 2012, so a month later or a few weeks, whenever, mm-hmm. the Doosan police moved forward with the charges and even filed charges against Leon's brother, Ronald, what? for kidnapping in connection with Kyoshi's oh disappearance. God. So they think, like, he assisted, maybe? Yep. Okay. Wait, this is still missing, though? She's still... She, yeah. She's never been found. <gasps> According to a 2008 report by the National Policing Improvement Agency, it is not uncommon for false missing persons to be filed to lead detectives away from family members as um, suspects. Um, a missing persons report may also be used to cover up a homicide. Wait, so they're saying that... No, this is just a oh. little tidbit. So in addition, there is a substantial link between domestic abuse and child abuse and sexual abuse. Right. Um, quote, where one type of abuse exists, the other is also likely to be present. Children who witness domestic abuse are exposed to harm and may also be victims of direct abuse. End quote. According to the National Policing Improvement Agency. So I'm assuming this is all going to come into play. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. So authorities seem to be inching closer and closer to some answers regarding her disappearance. But, of course, a little plot twist was thrown in there. According to TheAdvocate.com, the lead investigator, which I'm probably going to butcher his name, Lieutenant Gerald Credor, Mm -hmm. was removed from the investigation, suspended, and ultimately terminated. What? Due to the four arrests regarding (gasps) Kiyosha's disappearance being illegal arrests. What? Were they not Mirandized? Uh, no, it's worse. Oh, God. So, Leon, the aunt's boyfriend. The brother's Ronald. The brother's Ronald. And then the aunt and then... Patricia and, and Portia. Patricia and Portia. Oh. So, the, those four. Yes. Illegal so, does arrest. that mean that they walk? Look at there. Oh, God. <laughs> according... I'm going to throw my computer against the wall. According to the advocate, quote, Credor had illegally arrested two people for kidnapping given false testimony, and made an illegal search and seizure during oh the investigation, God. end quote. Wait, what What constitutes an illegal arrest? Like, did he not have a warrant? Probably. Like, he just, I think he jumped the gun way too soon and didn't follow the proper channel. Do we know where he is, though? Terminated. No, I know, but, like, is he in another oh, I don't know. law enforcement? You know what? So all of that took place in September 2012, mm-hmm. and the charges against Leon and Ronald Wilkerson, Wilkerson were ultimately dropped. Against all of them? Mm-hmm. All four? Yep, but the, the big charges were oh, my God. them. 
So from that point on, the Lafayette Parish Sheriff's Office took over the investigation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but can can you go after them again? Well, not, well they haven't been... They didn't go to they trial. Didn't, yeah, they didn't go to trial, so, so it's not it like be double, double jeopardy. jeopardy yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, um, God. So in April of 2013, which was a year after her disappearance, the charges against Patricia and Portia were dismissed. According to an article on truthcasefiles.com, quote, the district attorney stated that the evidence against all four individuals was all substantiated hearsay, end quote. Wait. There's a petition? Yeah, to get him fired. To get him, I think, removed. No. No, it's support. Oh, to get him Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I did my see goodness. That. He was just family supportive of Lieutenant for. Of course, they're yeah. supportive. The, the ones that are supportive of him are probably the ones that got off. No, no, the ones probably the ones who, who said, um, that she would have never left her. The ones who, who said she would have never left her baby. The ones who didn't. Oh, believe, those are the ones who were supportive of him. Yeah, probably because they were looking to arrest these other people. Mm. So, so they, it was. So also, they're alleging that. They removed him because he was getting too close, or did no. he really have? Did he really make an illegal arrest? Yeah, because it was substantiated hearsay. Oh, like there was no like. I got you. So, they the charges were all dismissed because so the DA said the evidence was substantiated hearsay. Yeah. What does that even mean? I guess that means there was like no hardcore evidence to those accusations. But, but substantiated hearsay. Those don't go together. Would it be unsubstantiated? (coughs) That's a direct quote. But but you get what I'm saying? Like substantiated means like it checks out. But then hearsay doesn't. Doesn't. Right. Like hearsay is just like rumors, like Yeah, it's just weird. (coughs) So apparently throughout the course of the initial investigation, Mm -hmm. there was another person of interest. Okay. According to multiple online sources, there was an unidentified black male captured on surveillance footage at an AT&T store mm-hmm. in the Lafayette area shortly after Kiyosha's disappearance. Okay. An AT&T store. Why is that relevant? Ah, uh, this is, this part is like cloudy to me. Um, the man purchased a SIM card mm-hmm. and that SIM card was later used with Kiyosha's passwords herself. Like, I read that, and then I also read it was, that SIM card was used to communicate with her, but, like, I'm pretty sure they could pull her records to see. Maybe they can tell if that SIM card was plugged into a certain phone. I don't, like... Her password? Like, like her AT&T password? Yeah, I don't know. Like, this part's Hmm. so murky to me, and maybe I'm just not educated enough, or... To even begin to understand how they made that connection. Right. I don't know. Um, but the man hasn't been labeled an official suspect. Has not. I mean, I guess not because they don't know who he right. is. But that's... I but, mean, if if this is true that they can track that, that the SIM card that he bought was then used with her password... Like, why couldn't they identify... Like, if they could, if they could match up the SIM card to communicating with her, why couldn't they... Um, almost track and see who bought that SIM card because they don't. Well, he likely used cash. Or if or it's, it's not, it's untraceable. If or if it's a um, prepaid. 
SIM card? They usually don't have like billing right. information. Right. Hmm. That's sketchy though. Like Yeah. And they did they can't identify this man? How I mean, was it in Doosan? Oh no, Lafayette. Lafayette. Area. So that's I mean that is a bigger area. Yeah. Hmm. But authorities can't interview this man if they don't know who he is. Right. But they think well they obviously They need think he to, has information. Well yeah, I mean if I wonder how they found that out though. Right. That like the, that part is so cloudy to me. Like yeah. I don't how did I mean investigators are good at what they right. do, but like, like how do you know, like maybe, explain maybe to the, me, break it down for me. Right. Like, like, maybe like, in the phone the, when they got her phone records or something, it'll tell you that. I don't know. If anybody knows yeah. Messages. And I want everybody to take know. a good look. We're going to post the picture from the AT&T surveillance mm-hmm. footage. If you recognize this individual, you can contact the authorities. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to list some numbers here in a minute. Yeah. Um, yeah, if, definitely. If you recognize this man, please call them. I mean, Even I if you... I think he's got, like, a hat on. So, I mean, it, it's really hard to... And it's probably grainy. Oh, absolutely. But... I'm about to get on my... Your soapbox. We need better CCTV footage soapbox. I came across something on Facebook the other day that's like, here's a picture of Saturn, and it's like, oh, yeah. and it's like, you know, crystal clear picture, and it's like, meanwhile, back on Earth, uh, you know, police are looking for this man, and it's like green. Yeah, look, here's a picture of him. He's uh, got a hat. It's not on. like a fishing hat. I mean, he's wearing dark pants yeah. and a white T-shirt. Mm-hmm. So basic. basically, all you can tell is that he's. He's an African-American male wearing, it looks to be jeans and a white, a white t-shirt tea. and like a khaki-colored fishing hat. And a rosary around his neck. You're not supposed to wear a rosary? Girl, this man is... <laughs> oh, is that her? Is that so, yeah, this is an age progression photo. Okay. This is her. I mean, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is the boyfriend, the this... aunt, and the cousin. Okay. And I'll post all these pictures for you guys. Yeah. But so, so they have never um, pursued charges again against no. the the aunt, her boyfriend, no, and her daughter. Not with the new um, cousin. Not with the new agency. Yeah. So hmm. where are we today? Hmm. <laughs> not much further. Yeah. Where they started. So wait, who has the baby? That I don't know. I don't know if her originally mom, the she had the baby. originally. Well, no, originally when she went missing, Patricia... She, yeah, she went visit her aunt, and she brought her baby with her. So, originally, the story was that she left the baby... Patricia's story was that she left the baby with her. I guess, that yeah. She, P- Patricia's story was that Kiyosha left her baby with, with the her. aunt and the cousin. Yeah. So, she was one. The baby was one. So, she was like... Was so, what? she'll be seven. She'd be seven. Or no, almost eight. Eight. That happened seven years ago. Oh, yeah, I forgot you. I keep forgetting she's one. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. So, so sad. I know. It is. Like, it's two young lives shaken. Right. Because, like, and they've never found her? Not even her remains. Oh, my gosh. According to an article on KPEL965.com, quote, Captain Judas said tips led deputies to believe Kiosha was still alive and was possibly in the Baton Rouge area. But they have also gotten tips, 27 in all, hmm. from numerous states, including Louisiana, Mississippi, Arkansas, Texas, Florida, Minnesota, Maryland, oh Oregon, oh my God. and California. So kind of all over the place. Yeah. But anyways, investigators have conducted 72 interviews, oh 
issued 20 subpoenas and executed four search warrants. Over 2,000 flyers have been distributed and countless electronic missing person flyers have been distributed. Mm. Nearly 1,500 investigative hours have been dedicated by the Lafayette Parish Sheriff's Office to finding Kiosha. Mm. This is in addition to 500 hours being put in by state police, oh, wow. 400 hours by the Department of Child and Family Services. It's children and I know that's a direct quote, but it's children I'm reading a direct quote. Thanks for ruining it. You're welcome. 200 hours by the FBI and 80 hours by oh the Louisiana gosh. Attorney General's Office. Oh, quote. wow. So that's, let's see, 1,500, 2,000, 2,400. No, not 2,000. That's, that's flyers. Huh? No, no, no. 1,500 investigative oh, hours. Oh, I see what you're 500 hours, so 2,000. 1,600. No. 2,000, 2,400, 2,600, so 2,680. Total. And then all the flyers and um, interviews yeah. and subpoenas and search warrants. How many? 2680 hours divided by 24 hours. That's like 111, 112 days. Straight days. Total. Yeah, if you straight. Yeah. But, so, but, but then again, I don't, I don't know like how that is a comparison to other cases. You know, like, because, I mean, that isn't a... That's not including what the Doosan police did. Oh, true, true, true. They didn't even log that. Oh, true. This is since Lafayette took it over. Yeah. So, Kiosha is still missing. Authorities believe she's with a man or a woman. Like, they truly believe that she's alive. Yes. Like a J.C. Dugar type situation where she was, like... No, I don't... I'm not sure. Or they think she's willingly, like, just left her baby? That's where everybody's so confused, like... Because, I mean, and then it's, like, the account of the aunt and the cousin. Like, they saw her leaving the home. Like, how do we know that that part is even true? I was going to say, how do you... I mean, they lied about Every, yeah, everything hearing else. from her. Yeah. So. How do you know so, anything that they said is true? How do we know that she was even at their house to begin... Well, she had, they had the kid, the baby, yeah. so... So, there was a little bit of talk online about possible human trafficking. Oh, no. Um, so, yeah, she would still be alive if that was... Yeah. What happened? Um, authorities do believe she is still alive and mm-hmm. may still be in the Lafayette or Baton Rouge areas. Mm-hmm. Um, Kiosha is described as a black female who mm-hmm. is five foot tall mm-hmm. and weighs 120 pounds. She has brown hair and brown eyes, and her nickname is Red. Mm-hmm. Kiosha would be 22 years old today. She is still classified as an endangered missing person. Hmm. And we will upload her age progression photo that was released about three years ago. Do we know if her mom's out of jail? I don't. Because that's just like... Yeah, I couldn't find much of her mom. I found her name. That's the worst part about the missing persons is that they just fell off the face of the planet. It's the the not knowing. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously... If someone is murdered, that's terrible, but at least you have closure. Have, not always. I mean, it can be unsolved, but at least you can Lay that have a funeral to, yes. and have a memorial service. Mm-hmm. When someone is missing, just there's always weird, that like, glimmer limbo, of hope. Right, and you're in this like weird limbo mm-hmm. place. and not The not knowing has got to like just be yeah. terrible. Gosh. So although I personally think human trafficking is a good possibility, mm-hmm. considering she left her daughter behind, I don't think that's what happened to her. And I don't know why I don't hmm. think that. Yeah, but... Baton Rouge and New Orleans are hubs, pretty big hubs for human trafficking. 
So I think that maybe those sexual assault allegations were legitimate. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's very, very possible. And I still, but it's still unclear to me why she would just vanish. Unless um, he If I'm going something. along with the, the, the theory that the authorities believe that she's still alive. Right, like why would she just run away and leave her daughter with the person who sexually assaulted mm-hmm. her? You know, like, yeah. I mean, she was only 15, so, I mean, maybe her, her maybe thought she did. process, yeah. I mean, maybe she did want to vanish, and maybe she was like, you know, somebody else can give my daughter a better life. Yeah, like, okay, so know, her mom was incarcerated. But, right. Her mom was incarcerated. She was living in a living facility. She was a mm-hmm. very young mother. Right. Was um, she in school? Do we know? I don't know. Hmm. I'm sure they had some type of program. Yeah. But, um, yeah, maybe she thought like somebody said, she else was, could give her daughter a better life, but I just don't. If if the uh, allegations of sexual assault were true, I just can't understand. I, I just can't see her willingly leaving her daughter with the man who sexually assaulted her, you know? I mean, I, I mean, as a I mother, can't, I can't see I was about to say, I can't relate to that. I mean, I, I, one, would, one would assume mm-hmm. that would be the, the thought process. But also, she was very young. Yeah, and she was. She could have still been very naive, very mm-hmm. immature. Not in, like, a negative way, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe she was, like... I don't want to say conned, but, you know, like, somebody was telling her, oh, um, promising her, like, a new life, and, yeah. you know, all this other stuff. I don't know. It's just a... Mm such a rabbit hole like but then it's like her other family members who say that she would she never, would never leave her baby. baby right they th- yeah. I don't I would hope if I go missing that's what people would say about me but like it's if if that's true say she would never leave her kid mm-hmm. then she was murdered she was kidnapped and murdered right or she's being held against her will human trafficking she's alive right or Maybe not even, maybe just by an individual or individuals. Like a J.C. Dugard type. Yeah, or like Ariel Castro. Um, the, uh, there was an Amanda girl too in uh, that group, huh? Yeah, Amanda De Jesus was her name, I think. Um, Amanda Berry. Amanda Berry. Gina. Gina De, De Jesus. Yeah. yeah. The, the three, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think? I don't really know. I know. It's like you don't want to leave, like, but... Yeah. Because, I mean, they could have changed her appearance. Um, you know, say she and was... And, like, that five foot, 120 pounds, that was... She was 15. I mean, uh, yeah. she probably could have gotten taller. I mean, I'm pretty uh, sure I'm taller than I was at 15. Um, I don't know. Probably not. Right. I'm short, but... Um, I don't know. I, I guess I can... Kind of like with our last episode, I don't know where I land on this. Like, I feel like... I feel like it's a possibility that she could have been kidnapped and murdered. And, I mean, they could have dumped her in a swamp or something. I mean, you're not going to yeah. recover a body from the swamp, likely. Right. Um, or, uh, you know, there's just, I don't know. Um, but then, you know, I mean, it's also possible that, I guess there's like three different. Yeah possibilities the first one what I just said that you know she was kidnapped and murdered mm-hmm. and did they just dispose of her body in a way that we're just not ever gonna find her the second I would think is that 
she was kidnapped by an individual or individuals and is being held against human her will. Or slash yeah. human trafficking. I guess those are kind of yeah, the same. Like a and, B. and then the third one would be that she just wanted to willingly walk away from her whole life. But then again, where would she have gone? Who right. would have helped her? Like when she was seen leaving, where? Like was she on foot? Was she? Yeah, we don't. Was she in a car? Like we don't know. Like because nope. a lot of times it's like how, did, how seen, did she even get to from the living facility to her aunt's? We don't know that nope. either. Mm-mm. Huh? Gosh, I this know. case is like mind-boggling. Yeah, it's like very unknown. Like a mm-hmm. lot of it is just like unknown. Yep. So if you'd like to stay informed about Kiosha Felix's case, you can visit her website mm-hmm. at www.findkioshanow.com and the correct spelling of her name is K-E-I-O-S-H-A I was going to say that if you didn't <laughs> and, or you can follow their Facebook page titled Find Kiosha Now mm-hmm. if you have any information regarding the disappearance of Kiosha Felix please contact the Lafayette Parish Sheriff's Office at 337-232-9211 You can also contact the FBI regarding her case at 337-233-2164. They are offering a $5,000 reward for information leading to Kiosha's safe return. You can also contact Lafayette Crime Stoppers where you can remain anonymous at 337-232-8477 or the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children at 1-800-843-5678. Right, so take a look at that picture and uh, if you recognize that man. uh, Or Kiosha. Right, um, give them a call. Or if you haven't, like I said, if you have any information, please call. Even if you think it's something not important, let Let let, the detectives detectives make that decision. Because a lot of cases have been solved because someone called, like, hey, I don't think this is you know anything important but here's what i know and i did read somewhere that um another missing child was brought home i think that um kind of off of kiosha's case was brought home like returned home oh wow how long had they been missing um i don't think it was very long i I thought about including it but i decided against it Hmm. Hmm. that's the case of the disappearance of kiosha marie felix Thank you for listening to Homicide Homegirls. If you enjoyed today's episode, head on over to our Facebook page and leave us a review or rate us on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. If you want to be the first to know when an episode is released, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Homicide Homegirls, Facebook at facebook.com slash Homicide Homegirls Podcast, and Twitter at Homegirls Pod. If you would like to suggest an episode, use the form located on our Facebook page. Once a month, we plan to answer fan-submitted questions in a segment we like to call hashtag AskTheHomeGirls. So be sure to use the form on our Facebook page to submit your questions. 